Hello, this is Sarah with Olay Bloomer. I, uh, to all the fans out there, where I have a couple, uh, hello, and I hope that you're getting ready for the holidays and having a good time. Uh, as always, we're going to talk about something that is on my mind or on my heart and where I just kind of want to process it a little bit and hopefully it's a conversation that uh, you can relate to and uh, maybe we can dialogue about this together and this is actually something I recorded a couple months ago but I didn't really think it made sense for an episode but I'm gonna give it a shot another time which is today and um, there's there's someone who I absolutely adore who I found on the internet on the interwebs and her name is Susan Winter and she is a love and dating and relationship coach and she has a YouTube channel she has a social media presence she also just does coaching where you can actually hire her uh, she has a place in Manhattan where you can go visit her which is actually like quite appealing to me and um, I've listening to her content for a while on and off for the last couple of years and there's something that she says over and over again uh, that has been very true to me and so this all credit goes to her for this concept but what I want to talk about is how people in particular we get attached to them because there's a vision or a dream that they awaken us and it can take time to separate the person from the dream and that that's actually the beauty of relationships of all kinds that we bump up against people and the reason why we think someone's so important or has such a big impact on us it doesn't mean that the person in and of itself was not great but it's it has more to do with us and what we saw in them and what we wanted to see and what that says about us and just how that's actually such a powerful liberating thing that you can tell yourself or that you can give as advice to a friend that when something doesn't work out like even if it's a job whether it's a friendship whether it's a romantic relationship whatever it might be whatever you or someone you care about gets really really attached to something and thinks that they have to have it and then they don't get it and they're devastated that what was probably going on was something very subjective internally where something was waking up inside of them and a switch had turned on where they got so excited by this person or this opportunity and that's amazing and that's actually something that we should stop and pay attention to and just because the opportunity or the person's gone doesn't mean the dream dies that dream is yours and that's a dream that you can continue and so that's what i want to talk a little bit about is about is about visions and and dreams and I can give personal examples from my life where like I know this has been the case and that has been the journey that I've been walking out the last two years of this pandemic that keeps continuing of realizing that an important person in my life who literally I was close to walking down the altar with um, was someone where not that they were a bad person and not that I didn't genuinely care about them and have strong feelings for them. I was with this person that I was dating really because I was excited by the vision and the dream that was waking up in me of who I could become and what my life could look like if I hitched my wagon to this star, if I hitched my wagon to this person, what my life could look like and who I could be. And realizing that this this man I had met really made me feel like I was grown up. 
He made me feel like a woman for the first time in my life, like I was attractive. He made me feel like um, I was going to be this young urban professional living downtown with him in his apartment and where he had this amazing government job. I felt like I was going to be young and alive, like going into my 30s with a bunch of cool young adult friends that he was introducing me to. I felt cultured. I felt sophisticated. I felt like I was on an adventure. And when our relationship ended, that was really hard for me to actually realize it's not really that I miss him. I miss the dream. I miss what my life was going to be like if we were going to get married. And that was a very surreal thing to unpack of, oh God, like, this, am I a horrible person? Was I really just in love with an idea of someone and not them? But what Susan Winter talks a lot about is that this is human, that people can be important, yes, but we also need to know when we have built a dream and a story around them and be cognizant of that. And it's not to judge ourselves, it's actually to help you move forward. Because when I started to realize this really wasn't about him and I not being together anymore. It was about me grieving the loss of what I thought was going to be the next chapter of my life. It's like, okay, well, let's unpack that a little of you wanted to live downtown. Why can't you do that? You wanted to move out east. Why can't you do that? You wanted to have a more professional, um, prestigious job. Why can't you go for that? You thought his apartment was cool. Why can't you get your own cool apartment? You know, like... And so that all started to shift in me and it takes time and it takes time to realize it. And then it takes time to actually take action and then time for those actions to pay off. But it's taken me like literally two years, um, like almost to the day of, you know, how long I've been on this journey of processing that. And like, I'm just in such a good place. And it's just so incredible that like, I literally am now living out for the last couple of months, the dream that I thought was him, but it was never him. He came into my life for a reason to wake me up from my slumber. And he poked, he stirred up things in me that needed to be stirred up of, you know, who do I, who do I want to be in the next chapter of my life? Feeling like, what does it mean for me to feel like a woman and not like a little girl anymore? You know, where do I want to live? Where do I want to be? What types of people do I want to associate myself with? All of that got stirred up in me. And yes, it was uncomfortable to meet someone and go through the exhilaration of that and then lose them. But I gained a dream and I gained a dream that was mine. And the other point that Susan Winter talks about is that when you take the person out and just are left with the dream, really then that dream can start to morph that you really realize that you kind of were building that dream all around that person, but now it's kind of free to change a little bit. And, you know, the dream for me changed that I wanted, I thought I wanted to be in Ottawa because that's where he was. And that was where I spent so much time, Ottawa or Montreal. And then I was more aware of the fact that, well, actually like Ottawa and Montreal are kind of two big of cities for me. That's not really where I want to move just yet, you know, but I would like to go to this other particular city that I've lived in before and that I absolutely love. And like some of those pieces started to come together of, and that I don't need a government job, but I'd love to work for, you know, a university and work in education, like things like that started to shift in me of the dream was there, but the dream started to morph more towards my values and the core of who I am versus his values and who he was. 
And so that's just a really interesting concept to me that's held so true of when we lose people in our lives and we think, uh, like I've, I've lost it all, you know, and maybe I think we've all had those experiences at a certain point in our life where someone walks out of our life and we think that we're gutted and that we're ruined because this person was going to save us or like we needed this person. Like you really don't ever need anyone to that extent. And if you're feeling that way, if you dig a little deeper, it's because you thought that person was going to add something to your life and you can take charge of that without them there. And I'm being reminded of this again in, you know, like another season of my life of, again, people that have come into my life that have stirred up a different dream in me. And I think I'm being reminded now of, you know, just meeting people that I get attached to are people that I just feel like are cooler than me. They're cool. They're sociable. Um, they're young and carefree, you know, uh, they have, you know, a vibrant social life maybe that I feel like I don't have. And I think it's fair for me to maybe question, you know, why don't I like being myself? Do I, do I like my personality? Am I happy with my choices? And to admit where I am, but also to be open to, okay, like maybe I was drawn to this person because, you know, I want to have this type of a lifestyle or I want to be this type of person on the weekend. I thought I need them in my life so I can become that type of a person. It's like, no, not necessarily. And if they're walking out of your life, then whatever you felt like you needed them for, you can create that on your own. So I think for me in 2022, I'm going to be challenged to, you know, do things that I, that I've wanted to do for a long time. I've just, you know, how do I make memories and fun experiences for myself on the weekend or when I'm on vacation where I don't feel like I need someone to create those memories with me that I can create them on my own? And what can I do to be more fun and sociable? Because I actually am a fun person. I just don't always let loose or put myself in those situations where I can just relax and unwind. And so how do I do that for myself? where I can relax and unwind. And so that's what I'm thinking about is whenever I'm getting super drawn to someone and feel like I need them in my life, or I'm afraid of the prospect of them walking out, or I've experienced the letdown of someone walking out, checking myself to be like, what did they wake up in me? And then, and I think the third, the third part I'd say would be, and that's where you can find gratitude and peace even in difficult situations, even when your human instinct is to be so angry and mad, feeling like you've been betrayed, feeling like someone's hurt you. And while objectively, maybe that is the case and like some wrongdoing has taken place, can you be grateful for someone who didn't love you right or didn't love you at all? But can you be grateful for them because you know Maybe they don't deserve to hear it, but you know that they came into your life for a reason to wake you up, to show you something about yourself that you needed to see. And so in your heart of hearts, you can make peace with them and you can make peace with the situation because you know that they came into your life for a reason. It doesn't mean that they were this amazing person that you thought they were because you might have put them on a pedestal and, and painted them, you know, and, and, and wore your rose colored glasses when you looked at them and when you talked about them and thought about them. And so that can be a little bit of a, of a, uh, a difficult experience to realize you put someone on a pedestal when really what was going on was internal to you. 
that you propped this person up because something was waking up inside of you that was true, but it really wasn't about them. But now can you have a little bit of grace and thankfulness in spite of any pain or hurt feelings you might have because you know this person came into your life for a reason that you needed and now perhaps their purpose is done and they're gone but you are now left with a dream and a vision that you can build without them and that you can make better without them and Susan Winter doesn't say this but this is like an analogy that makes sense to me of maybe Susan Winter has said this so I don't want to get in trouble and, and plagiarize but when you think about it as far as like a screenplay, you know, if you're writing out an idea for a movie or for a TV show, you know, when they write screenplays, they don't know exactly what actor or actress is going to be cast in the role, but they work on the character of their traits and their behaviors and the whole plot line of how it's going to play out. And then casting is its whole other process of who really fits that role right, who gets the essence of who that person is. And really that life is about what you are in charge of is writing your own screenplay. What you are in charge of is, is kind of mapping out how you want the plot line of your life to go and the types of characters that you want to interact with. And as we go through life, we kind of think we get the casting right. We're like, oh yeah, this person would be amazing for that role in my life. Or, you know, or this opportunity, that's, you know, that's the perfect pivotal scene for the act two of my life. Like we think, we try to impose people and opportunities onto this little screenplay but sometimes you gotta you gotta do another casting call because you realize some, it's it's not right it's not a good fit um and you maybe need to find a new a new scene uh, a new venue uh for that activity that you think you know you want to take place in your screenplay so just thinking of it maybe if that helps you if you think about it from a film perspective of like writing the skeleton of how you want things to play out but knowing that life is a matter of experimenting with scene and costume and casting and getting the right mix. But for every experience where you cast the wrong person or you pick the wrong venue, you actually get more in alignment with the story and you go back to the screenplay of how you fundamentally want it to be. And then it helps you make a, make a better choice the next time. So this kind of concludes what I'm talking about of visions and dreams can you relate to that where someone came into your life that you thought was just so amazing and important and not downgrading them but can you now after the fact now that they're gone realize that it wasn't quite about them but there was a dream and a vision that they were waking up in you that's good and beautiful and true that you should hold on to for dear life because that's yours that wasn't theirs that's your dream and can you maybe make some peace with people maybe that you have some bitterness or resentment resentment towards knowing that they might have hurt you but at the end of the day that pain is a teacher and that person came into your life for a moment in time to teach you something to bring something to the surface that you needed to see that you needed to feel and you even if it's just in the quietness of your heart can forgive anyone when you see life from that lens and so that concludes today's podcast on vision and dreams and if you enjoyed this i would encourage you to subscribe if you haven't and to stay tuned for more content